Welcome to The Big Three, the show that recaps My Hero Academia episode by episode and delves into themes, trivia, and more. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. I'm your host, Jessica Howard. I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> we almost got it. We almost got everybody's names. We almost did. <laughs> we almost got everybody. Hi, it's me, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, Cam Koenig. <laughs> oh, shit, guys. We got a big get. Season four is here and Spider-Man is too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's me, uh... Peter Parker 2. What is Spider-Man's quirk? Is it a spider? I think it's spider, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not really one that affects, like, how his body looks. It's just, he just does spider shit. Exactly. Yeah. He'd be man yeah. spider if, yeah. he mm. Yeah. Other, otherwise, he's, like, sticky strong. He, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what he, that's what he is. They should, they should put present Mike uh, in the Avengers movies, but just, like, to just introduce people like I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man, Quirk, Money. Yeah. Star Lord, honestly, who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, I want the snap to happen at the end of Infinity War. And then it just cuts to the fucking Quirk thing. And present Mike is just like Thanos, Quirk. <laughs> Quirk, big great man. <laughs> oh shit, he's the he's a California raisin on <laughs> on a revenge spree. God damn it, let's talk about real superheroes that don't nah. suck. I wish I could do a Mineta voice so bad right now. Do you? <laughs> yeah, you start talking about how he's grape and raisin. I was just Thanos as Mineta though is like, like... Do you want to touch my sticky stones. <laughs> Oh. Reality is often disappointing. Oh. <laughs> now reality could be whatever I want it to be. Everybody listening, if you like this show, um, my 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 spot on the podcast is now vacant. So please send your applications to hello at somegoodshows.biz. I will be taking my leave because I have fucking died. You have to submit your band pictures though as well. We need yes. an adequate yeah. replacement for Cam. Yeah. yeah, if you don't like ska music, get the fuck out of here. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about this, this this these episodes, 64 to 67, the start of season 4, my favorite season. Um this is another adorable cutesy little recap episode called The Scoop on Class UA1A. In the intro Deku does his like 80% of people have quirks, and it's so cool. You can only use 10% of your brain. My name <laughs> is Lucy. <laughs> Lucy, quirk? Um, no, uh, Scarlett Johansson. I do have to say, I appreciate that my hero always tries to, like, go at the recap episode with a different angle, and it works. Yeah, this episode this one, was delightful. Yeah, I really, really liked this a lot. Uh, one of the details that I I picked up this time was like they show a kid realizing his quirk and then becoming a villain who we see in the the USJ attack. It's the guy with the gun. Oh shit! The guns on his fingers. Yeah, fuck yeah, that um, dude ruled. Yeah, and it's like we see it in three seconds, and it's like oh shit, 
that's totally what Bakugo could have been because he had like a whoa I understand I'm an amazing I'm amazing moment and then he's a terrorist <laughs> themes yeah Bakugo still is a terrorist but just a different kind just like socially he's like a public and social knife yes that boy yes. yeah. public and social knife is good <laughs> I'm gonna I'd put that in the twitter bio uh, social knife I'd listen to that band <laughs> um speaking of listening to bands we got the new op it's so fucking good dude this is i think it's, pre it's pretty good i think it's my third favorite op mm. and i like all of them there's none that i that i dislike it's one of those ones though where it's like holy fuck who is anybody here so cam what is your what's your take on like <laughs> seeing all these fucking fresh faces and shit there's a lot happening yeah dude <laughs> that's that's kind of my take on it <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> i do feel like the last OP, I think, felt a little bit more overwhelming just in terms of, like, sheer fucking numbers. Mm. Just because, like, there were so many fucking people doing shit constantly because of the, like, provisional exams. And I'm like, oh, God, what's going on? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. And this was, like, really cool. But it also was just, like, ah, it's just people standing around. Like, I get it. Like, I understand it's, like, a different vibe. Mm -hmm. But it, it felt less overwhelming in that regard for me that's good i would I, I thought it would be more overwhelming nah. just what did you think of it when you watched it the first time or this time the first this is, time. you're watching this the second time ever right yeah gotcha so the whole time i was watching i was just thinking like what is cam thinking right now <laughs> i know i like now that cam's in the in the like cam has crossed the rubicon i'm just like i have like a secondary like parallel thought of just like Oh man, and when Cam sees that, oh man. I'll I will sum up my thoughts on these episodes with this one statement. I would risk it all for Bubble Girl. I love her. <laughs> I would die for oh her. Oh my god. Thank you very much. I'd risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah. Uh, we'll get there yeah. when we get there. <laughs> Jess understands me. <laughs> um no, I, I just like that opening focuses so much on who will come to find in this episode of the podcast is Aerie. And so I was like wondering, I'm like, what's Cam thinking just seeing like this little girl he's never seen before, just like so front and center. My yeah, yeah that and that and the closing, like my entire thoughts were, eh, she's probably important. <laughs> yeah, you know? well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, you know, okay, cool. They want me to know who this is. Got it. I'll just yeah. make a little fucking check in my in my head there. Like <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, this is this is one of my favorite kinds of of OPs where it doesn't necessarily tell you exactly what's gonna happen. And it's not like um a test or something where you're like, yeah, Deku's probably gonna pass. Like mm -hmm. this is like holy shit there's pros here these are like adults and shit's gonna happen and like i really like how and i mentioned this last time how narratively they set up that not all of the kids are gonna be doing shit like you're gonna have like these five kids from the class pay attention to them you you'll learn their names that's great and then you know there's you know fat gum and ryu q and fucking mr brave and all that shit mr brave rules he's in the show for like four seconds and he makes swords out of his hair he's very good <laughs> i want to i want to go back and uh just re-listen to all this show just take a shot every time nate says a character rules you will die please don't do listen that. listen i'm gonna tell you every character that i know whose quirk is what their quirk is even if they don't show it. you know what bubble girl's quirk is she can make bubbles that smell different ways. Great. Cool. <laughs> she can make stinky bubbles or good smelling bubbles. Queen. Me too. You ain't special. <laughs> like. I, I can do the former, but not the latter. Night I uh, picked her up at a lush. 
<laughs> quirk bath bomb. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a quirk name. Really that would be does. like a really good super move is like yeah. bath bomb. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Oh, that rule actually. Lush oh. is a good hero name too. Okay, we can't do this. We're, I'm one sentence into the new OP. Lush was my nickname in college. Continue. <laughs> um, the the last line of the of the the OP is like, even if there's a faint hint of hope, go forth. And I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, let's fucking go. <laughs> Give me that hopeful anime shit. We start with uh, Juco News, aka Uppercut Crit HQ, uh, trying to write a story. <laughs> trying to write a story. Oh my god! It truly is, though. This is how I framed the whole thing. You're so right. Holy fuck! <laughs> Andrew's just like, okay, well, he's very cool, and Jess is like, no, do a better one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god anyway um they're trying to write a story about how like all might is retired and here's like a a, a a special on him they can't find a good angle nobody knows all might and has any scoops or anything because he's just like he's this man of mystery he's basically batman that does superman um which there's some fix on that if you want to read those online. <laughs> anyway, oh shit. my god! Um, and uh, they prove that like no one knows who All for One is. Like the truth about him was covered up, and the smart thing of like All Might caved his fucking head in, so he doesn't even look like he used to look like. So anybody that would recognize him doesn't. Um, it's fucking good shit. So they're frustrated until freelance journalist Tanio Tokida shows up with a pitch. He thinks that All Might's message of "You're next." was to his successor and not just to like the bad guys TM. So he gets access to the school so he can introduce the new anime watches to the kids basically without it being lame or like a clip show basically. Right. Jess is journalism. This cool. Absolutely. <laughs> Every single day I get to, I get to pursue a story about all night. Okay. I do find it very strange though, that like, Aizawa, who doesn't like the press anyway, after all of this shit has happened, is just like, yeah, sure, come on in, like, interrogate these children. He's like, we need good publicity, it's fine. Yeah, and, like, I guess <laughs> I get that angle of it, but, man, yeah, I was just like, hmm. He's doing it for the, the parents, he says, because yeah. the parents are, like, uneasy about the dorms, and, like, mm. from... For me, that's enough, but it is also like, aren't you the guy that like really hates the press? Yeah, no, I, I yeah. get that 100%. I feel like Aizawa just like has very strong opinions that he does not really hold that firmly. <laughs> this is me like like just over justifying things, but I think he's just like, whatever, I'm just going to go in my room and watch the new like season of Shit's Creek. Fucking do your thing, guys, <laughs> whatever. It's a day off for me. No, I'm just... I... I love him, and I think you're absolutely right. It's just very funny to me, because he's just so down on shit. I'm just going to go into my fucking room and watch My Hero. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go he watch Spider-Man. He was the kid who came out to dinner, and his parents were like, somebody's come out of his oh, cave. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, don't hurt me like that. Oh, shit. That's very good. Uh, um, so did you guys trust uh, Tokida at first when you saw him? He nah. seems like a little smarmy yeah. in his wink thing with the star that comes out. Like, mm -hmm. I thought he was cool as fuck. I did not trust him. Yeah, exactly. I thought he was yeah. cool, but I did not. I did not mm -hmm. trust him at first. These damn journalists out here. <laughs> Journos. I bet he doesn't even play the games he reviews. I'm, oh, I'm too tired. You don't even know All Might. I'm too no. tired to fucking make it. Go ahead. <laughs> 
So, um, like you said, Aizawa doesn't trust him, but he's like, I don't get criminal vibes from him, but uh, whatever. <laughs> this this will put the public at ease, so it's rational for me, I guess. Aoyama <laughs> posing for things so fucking funny, and he's like, oh no, how am I going to hide my sparkle from the camera? <laughs> like, it's so... <laughs> I fucking love Aoyama so much. I like your Aoyama voice, because the longer it goes on, the more dehydrated he sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't had water for 13 years. I have sparkling water. He's just chilling at Sandy's house. Exactly. I was about to say that. <laughs> I yes. don't need it. God. That's exactly what it sounds like. Jesus Christ. <sighs> the kids are like told to act naturally and like that this is something that Ida is incapable of. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I just love him just like being like, it, it is breakfast time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking the photos are so good. These kids are these kids are my children and I will fight for them. <laughs> I will die for them. Um Bakugo is having fish for breakfast and sitting by himself and Bakugo would be the dude to microwave fish and not care what people think. You're right. Like, you're absolutely I've worked right. with yeah. so many people like Bakugo. God. Oh, you're Jesus so Christ. right. Yeah, fuck. Love we, my terrible we, son. <laughs> we see um a uh, class with midnight and we get intros for everyone in class seating order which I think is like an interesting detail. It doesn't really mean anything, but mm -hmm. I do love that Aoyama is number one because he has to be like, he has to be like, oh, cutesy me in the, in the front of the class. Um, Dark Shadow being a waiter is very good. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, five pork buns, here you go. Oh, I love Dark Shadow. I love him so much. Um, so Tokida is like, the successor is here. It's one of the top pace, placing kids from the sports festival. Um, and he logics out that it's Deku. And honestly, the, I think it's pretty smart how they frame this episode and basically need a journalist to explain all of this to new viewers. And like those needing a refresher without it being like Deku word vomiting at us. It's kind of like an in joke for people. Um, or it's like a joke for people on TikTok of just like, oh my God, every episode, do I need to hear like what everybody's yeah. quirk is? Um, and I get that, but yes, you do. People need to realize that this airs on actual <laughs> TV in Japan yep. and somebody might just literally be flipping through the channels and be like, oh, what's the deal with this? Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked how he deduced that it was Deku because mm -hmm. it made me realize, yeah, it's not really that hard to figure this out. <laughs> like <laughs> all might shows up with a shit ton of meat buns from 7-eleven because he was recognized by the same store clerk that we always see getting robbed which i really like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and that's why when like the needle nose guy last time robbed the place he was like fucking god, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> god. my cabbages so it like kind of makes sense that he's like oh my god all might you were the best anti-theft device i ever had dude. <laughs> um Fucking love it. So he mentions he was at the hospital for checkups. He may like weirdly be in the best health of his life post quirk because like I can't imagine he was like going to the hospital for like checkups and like dentist shit when he yeah. was all night when he only had like I like I have 35 minutes to be a hero, but it's just like I have a cavity. Like that's <laughs> not that doesn't that's nothing. <laughs> the cinnamon topography of all my saying that it's Deku's turn to be the symbol with the fucking yeah. sun coming out and the clouds breaking yeah. after the rain when 20 birds start spreading their wings and flying. Actually, no, this is a filler episode and it's mid trash. Never mind. <laughs> Tell them, Nate. The, cin <laughs> <laughs> the cinematography, though, fucking, it's just like 
I paused, I paused it and I was like, how many birds are there? I bet that there's 20 birds because there's 20 fucking students. Yep, there's 20 birds. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Film degree, film degree, <laughs> film degree. <laughs> I, I love this for you, Nate. So Tokita talks with Deku and they nerd out about All Might. Turns out Tokita's dad was one of the people that All Might rescued in an event that was like the one that Deku watches all the time. It's not the same exact one. But it's like, All Might did a lot of these things where he showed up to a place and was like, that shit's toxic and like got them out of there or whatever. Oh, shit. I wish I, I wish somebody would do that to me for Twitter. Be like, that shit's toxic. Goodbye. <laughs> and just delete it from my phone. Um, Jesus Christ. Tokuda actually took the photo that ended up in the paper and it jumpstarted his like journalism career. And Tokuda is basically a full body camera and can print pictures from his titty. Yo, that fucked me up. Like, <laughs> I know it implies like you got ink. Uh, and he also just like showed like his camera, his cameras coming out from his body. And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. Did you imagine a penis camera? Because I did. Well, I was just going to say, you're doing you're doing some um, fucking like end end endoscopy and shit. Like, I don't mm. know, man, that's that's weird, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if it's just that it's really fucking weird just by that or if it's just like I have a photography degree and like that just seems weirdly more personal. <laughs> I don't that know. Would be, that like probably would be your quirk, like in this world, right? Oh, I hope yeah. not. That sounds terrible. Where do the pictures get stored? <laughs> so in the or in the sub, uh, when he takes that picture of Deku and says that he's going to keep it for a while, uh, in English he says that he'll keep it under wraps for a while, but in Japanese he says, "I'll keep it in my body for a while." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this so, show. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so it must store in his is brain. His, like, is his brain like, like a fucking SD card or something? Like, yeah, he's a, he's a, his brain is a class six fucking yeah. SD card. Yeah, sponsored um, by Logitech. Time, time uh, yeah. to delete no. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I like as a civilian quirk. I think that's so cool because oftentimes in the show it's like, oh my god, she has like you know laser pinkies or whatever. It's like. I do pictures is what his is, and I think that's really that's really cool. Um, Laser pinkies is definitely a rave goer, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yes. Yo, we can't keep designing <laughs> fucking heroes because we'll be here all day. Laser pinkies. I guess that's Aoyama. Anyway. Um, no, he is a uh, laser twinkie. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice joke. So they talk about the like the power vacuum and set up the premise of the season and Tokuda is like, I know that you're the successor. I'm going to keep it a secret. So I put out my book when the new symbol of peace was young. Um, he wasn't here for a scoop the whole time. He was here to prove to himself that like there's still hope now that All Might is gone, which is like like a very cool, like little tender like moment. I think that's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, I love that. And like this was weirdly Deku's first job as symbol of peace was to inspire Tokuda and he did it by just existing and like proving that people are willing to pick up the slack and like in a way he kind of saved Tokuda and mm -hmm. like that's 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 themes baby that's art baby that's good shit. <laughs> but Deku is like I still feel the weight of this responsibility. It's like yeah, you you took a bag of pork buns from somebody and took a selfie. Like this is not a big day for you, but <laughs> Um, it's a big day for me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a big day in Jessica Howard's world. I mean, whenever I eat a bunch of pork buns, I do too feel the weight of the responsibility. Um, <laughs> it could also be something else, but yeah. you know, I feel a weight nonetheless. <laughs> so 
we get a new ending. We see the young girl from the OP um, growing up with her family, but something seems to have happened. Her father looks like he like fucking evaporated and Overhaul stepped in. We see Deku and Mirio lead her into the light away from Overhaul. Hello and welcome to season four. The end card being like a little hand drawn, like a crayon drawn My Hero Academia. Mm. I'm like, Ugh, yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Episode. 65. Nice. Over Howl. <laughs> nice. Yeah, every 60s we need to say nice. Yes. <laughs> so we start out with like uh, Deku's uh, conversation with Torino, and Torino's like, listen, you had the most famous fucking teacher of all time. Like, he knows everyone. Get him, like, I don't know, he had a fucking sidekick. Get at him. And he's like, oh, I didn't think about it at all. <laughs> Again, um, showcasing that Deku is an ADHD king. I never <laughs> would have fucking thought of that. <laughs> this is the boy who forgot he had legs so right. yeah <laughs> of course he forgets that people when they are outside of the room that he is uh, in communicate with one another uh, there is a lot about deku that i relate to a lot as time goes on and it's like oh fucking really oh come on like uh, of course i have legs like yeah yeah, yeah you're <laughs> yeah it's a sad realization Torino is working on a big thing with the cops that I'm sure we'll never learn about and it won't coincide with these mm. events this season at all. Um, speaking of crime, though, it's time to visit the crime squad and watch things figuratively and literally pop off. Um, Overhaul is led by twice to the league's hideout, a.k.a. them's warehouse. You're going to like the way you look or we'll kill you. Why did, I write, <laughs> why did you write that? <laughs> um, Overhaul is like a classic germaphobe, and he's like, the air here is made of shitty dust and I'm going to die, dude. <laughs> it's like it's with him. It's like that, like a competition with Shigaraki of like, who can have the most like this voice? Yeah, <laughs> but. I think Shigaraki wins in the end. Yeah. Um, Shigaraki knows about Overhaul. He's like, oh, my, my pseudo dad told me about you. He's a Yakuza from the Shiei Hasaikai. <laughs> this season really goes hard with the like kanji on the screen doing like yeah. it's so fucking cool. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Shout out to Goro Majima. Exactly. It's, exactly. <laughs> it's it's Yakuza shit for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is like this is a. Uh, Oh man! Oh, I when this season is over, we'll talk about like overhaul in the world of Yakuza, like the video game series, because I would like that a lot. So overhaul is second in command of this Yakuza group that he's in. Toga is like, what the fuck is a Yakuza? And uh, <laughs> which is like crazy in this world, right? Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, how do you not? You're in Japan and you don't know what Yakuza is? Yeah. How have you never played the games? Yeah. <laughs> Compress, being the oldest league member, uh, fills her in and he's like, basically, the mob is obsolete now and they're basically little losers that run around and do crimes for money. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking savage. Got him. With the second in command there, he's like, they're an endangered species and I don't like them. <laughs> it's like, all right, Compress, shit. Why did I say bird mask and the koozies? Which is, <laughs> which is overhaul and the Yakuza are broke and they need to jack... They need to, sorry, Cam, I killed Cam. Oh, God. So the koozies are broke and they need to jack the league's brand in order to accomplish a big plan that overhauls planning about the league is like oh you're taking advantage of all might being gone and he's like no your dad being gone is what i'm taking advantage of actually <laughs> i like that observation though i'm like okay yeah actually he's fucking right <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah I, I think it's i think it's so cool that he's just like 
No, I mean, yes, but also the the guy that would have put me under his thumb is gone now. And so I'm going to, I'm my own thumb now, damn yeah. it. <laughs> um, so I, I think that like, just just as the symbol of peace being gone affects things like so too does the symbol of terror's absence yeah. like there are, there's no leaders at all like there's no mm -hmm. coaches and it's overtime because i'm like a big fucking dork like i immediately in my mind i thought of like this is just something that i would run into a lot whenever i played a lot of chess like this mm, is just yeah. it's just it's a queen off. trade yeah that's exactly what happened yeah. like you just both got rid of your queens and now it's just all right, figure out what the fuck you're going to do with these pawns, I guess. Like, yeah, I was just going to say, who can get the pawn to the other side and turn exactly, it into a queen yeah, if that's the yeah. way you're playing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is that called? Something? Yeah, it's like a promotion. I think it's like promoting your pawn. Yeah. <laughs> I got, it's Pride Month. I got promoted to queen, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like knights and rooks and pawns and then it's like what happens when you get to the set of promotion yeah <laughs> the whole office is invited yep <laughs> and you know lining up with pride month you don't even have to be a queen at the end you can just be whatever you want to be <laughs> great kids everyone remember go chess go play chess very old game very old game yeah. very queer game yes. <laughs> chess chess turns out did say gay rights uh, there's furries in that game. <laughs> there's two horses. Yeah, well, I have a lid for every pot. <laughs> I'm sorry, four horses. The four horses of the uh, cock on lips. Um, oh. I knew you were about to say that. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, this show is so bad. I'm so tired. <laughs> Oh, fucking some good show stop biz slash biz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uppercut crate dot gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Shigaraki is like, I'm going to be the next symbol. It's not going to be some loser with a mask. It's going to be me, the cool guy with a hand on his face. <laughs> My name's Betty. <laughs> this is really, this season is just the battle of the two handy boys. <laughs> mm. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Um, They've got work to do. Call it the handy job. Uh, <laughs> are we all done? No. Are we done? Are we done with We're not going to be. Just keep going. So Shigaraki thinks that he's going to be the next like leader, but there's somebody with their shit together way more than him that's more fit to take the number one spot. Oh, hey, sort of like Deku and Mirio. Whoops. Okay, cool. Parallels. This is another one of those parallels with Shigaraki mm. and Deku where they're like, all right, I'm going to be the best. And then somebody else is like, I've been here longer than you and I know what I'm doing. And you clearly don't. It's like, yeah, I'll be the best. But hey, bro, you kind of fucking suck right now. Uh, and then we as the audience are like, mm, he kind of is better. He's kind of better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what I love about this. This like mini arc here or the beginning of this thing where you're just like, yeah, Mirio is way better, <laughs> like in every way. Yeah, I kind of side with Night Eye on this one. Having your your protagonist not be the coolest person in the universe that's untouchable is like, that's some of my favorite shit because he can get outclassed at any moment. So Overhaul is like, bro, you had muscular and moonfish and mustard on your side, which sounds like a weird like side dish. But like <laughs> you lost him and now you have a Yandere girl a theater kid, Gex, a pyromaniac, a Deadpool cosplayer, Grillby from Undertale, and a trans icon. Like, what kind of organizational chart is that? A cool one. <laughs> he literally, that's, that's also uppercut. Yeah, but like, right. <laughs> <laughs> what, but he says, like, what kind of organizational chart is that? He actually says in Japanese, I'm like, fucking yeah. business owned. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking... 
This is like Stain's Dilemma Part 2 for Shigaraki. Like, okay, you have a dream. Fucking cool. How are you going to do it? How? How will you do it? Try really hard? No, you need to, like, gather a lot of people that and keep them in line without, like, resorting to please like me as your reason for them serving you. Like, you need to inspire mm -hmm. them. You need more charisma. Like, welcome to Shigaraki's next arc. And he's like, all right, twice. Actually, this dude sucks and you fucked up. <laughs> Which is, like, in the beginning, he's like, oh, you brought us a big fish. And then he's like, this fish sucks. Get him out of here. It's me whenever I invite anybody to my house. <laughs> it's been an hour. No, we're done yeah. here. Be gone. They bore me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Overhaul is like, I have a plan, but I need your brand because, like, you're you're the talk of the of the the underground here, dude. Like everybody loves you for no reason, and I need to say that I'm with you so that I can get like funding for my like my new app I'm making or whatever he's doing, right? So Shigaraki's like, go grab an Uber and get the fuck out of here. Um, but but Big Sis Mag is like, I'm gonna kill you. Actually, I think is what I'm gonna do. She goes to attack Overhaul for insulting the league, saying that they don't stand for anything. And she's like, I do stand for something. And this again is my biggest issue with my hero. Like Mag is a phenomenal character. Like she, there's like totally fertile ground for like cool story stuff with her. She doesn't fit into society, just like twice said. And the league accepts people that don't fit in. She remembers the conversation with that friend that we saw last time. And she's like, those that are bound by the chains of society laugh at those that aren't. I'm like fuck that's big brain cis mag like holy shit dude um she's a trans character that doesn't adhere to gender norms and doesn't fit in with the real world and she was forced into making the decisions that she did her saying like i don't want to be bound by anything we decide where we belong is so fucking cool yeah and she gets fucking popped mm -hmm. yeah um, and that's like god i'm trying to think like i don't think that there's another acts of like extreme violence that even comes close to like that moment in the show. Like I remember that happening and being like, what the fuck? I watched that for the first time, like to prep for this show. And that happened. I was, I literally just my fucking reaction. Like I had no control over it. I literally just went, Oh, <laughs> you like clutch your pearls. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Like a fucking grape. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said literally and figuratively pops off because yes. her top half got blown off. Oh, that's a scene from Cloverfield. Like all he did was drag his finger on her like uh, yeah. like an inch. And she mm -hmm. like like it was almost like a it's like full metal alchemist kind of looking. Yeah. Yeah. Like that 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 scene felt like something you would see in that because that show is fucked up. Mm -hmm. I uh fuck, man. <laughs> My hero does this in a lot in a lot in many different times where it's like, did you think we weren't going to go hard? Because we're going hard. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that's the thing, though, is it's like because with a lot of because, I mean, there's tons of mature anime that's like super bloody. Um, oh, yeah. But like with my hero, it always takes you by surprise and you forget that like, oh, they can they can draw that. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, <want> <laughs> well, um, they just they just did like a big like. Oh, we got our school. We we passed the big test, everyone. Ha ha. Yeah. And now it's like, how about a Yakuza pops somebody? Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I guess I forgot that there are bad people in the show too, huh? It's a lot. But yeah, that's that's my big that's my big rant on Mag. It, it sucks that it's like this gruesome of a kill, the first named character that dies, mm -hmm. and it is, and it's like the only trans woman. It's like, man, that fucking sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. Um. I did not fucking expect it. Like, it did feel like it was out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Dude, 
it's it's wild to go back to the earlier episodes and see her and then remember oh yeah she wicked dies dude yeah <laughs> and i was like so my thought like after that like you know getting like a little bit ahead of this is like compress immediately goes in after overhaul and i'm like no <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> and then you know his fucking arm gets blown off <laughs> And I'm like, oh, okay, he's alive. We're good. Like, we're fine. <laughs> it's just kind of a bummer that, like, Mag is who they're like, mm, she's she's expendable. Exactly. She's the yeah. one that can go. Because, yeah. like, yeah. it seems very, like, random in quotes for, you know. But, mm-hmm. like, at the same time, it's like, okay, really? Like, the, the trans woman was the one that you killed off? Right. Really? Yeah. Right. It, it like, like Nate was saying, I think Mag is absolutely, like, one of the characters I think the most would like fundamentally aligns with kind of the theme of the show Mm -hmm. and it's a bummer that they're like nah yeah yeah but that 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 narrative slack gets picked up by by other characters so that's that's fine Mm -hmm. it just sucks like personally as sure (laughs) as 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 a mag myself but uh like i didn't even think about you thinking about compress when he jumps in he's like oh man he's he's well like he's an older dude and he's probably seen some shit in his day too so like when he sees mag die he's probably seen a bunch of shit like this in his life and he's just like nope we're, we're shutting this down right now it's like okay we're done okay children put your toys away exactly or i will put them away for you and so he kills her with a touch uh unlike shigaraki he doesn't need all five fingers to lay on him he doesn't need all five fingers to say slap to the face thanks for the Ch- <laughs> thanks for the Chappelle show reverence nate God. um so this is like another for me anyway a brilliant like storytelling thing of like Shigaraki has like said, I need all five fingers to touch you and then I can kill you like with my hands. But overhaul is just like that and you're done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it um, weren't so awful, it'd be a little sexy, but it's mostly awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jess. A display of power. It's a display of power. It's fine. I'm learning a lot about Jess through this podcast. I just want yeah. you to know that. It's fine, but <laughs> whatever. What are you going to do about it, Cam? <laughs> yeah, nothing. I mean, Listen, it's fine. I am a woman <laughs> with needs and distinct tastes. <laughs> Hashtag CEO of the Yakuza. God. <laughs> but Compress is like, okay, this guy's got to be a marble now. I'm going to handle this. Um, and he's <laughs> about marble madness. Exactly. Have you ever gotten so pissed at someone? You're like, I'm gonna make you a marble now. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the ending of the first Men in Black movie. There you go. <laughs> um, so he's shot by some kind of like syringe bullet that stops his quirk. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then Compress does a performance of farewell to arms before taking a break from performing. If you catch <laughs> my drift, <laughs> because his arm gets popped off. Mm. <laughs> it's okay he get he, he gets he gets better not he doesn't get his arm back but <laughs> i was just happy he's still alive yeah like i was i was like uh-oh <laughs> no. same because i didn't know what he looked like until this rewatch and he's too fine to die <laughs> <laughs> shigaraki kills one of overhaul's men he kills the shit out of him yeah. he doesn't even care he doesn't even care like he's he, like shigaraki is weirdly really fast like he he showed that yeah. in in the u.s mm. Jay, and he does this to I I don't know who this guy's name is. Uh, Overhaul just says Shield, and Shield, this guy shows yeah. up. Fucking like the animation of Shigaraki killing him was like it was fucking terrifying mm-hmm. and incredible. Like how he just like fucking decays, 
But then as like the decay is starting to wear off and he's like starting to fall, like there is a lot of blood mixed in and falling. I'm like, fucking God. And it goes slow enough that they always know what's happening to them. Yeah. Whenever whenever Shigaraki does this to somebody, there's always that look of just like, no, that's my arm, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. Yeah. I think like in terms of ways to go, that's worse. (laughs) Do you think that Shigaraki's is worse? Yeah, because I don't think big sis mag felt that. No, yeah, (laughs) it was there was like a second of just like, am I getting blisters? And then you're just gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Shigaraki is like, everybody calm down. We need to get Atsuhiko, I think is is Mr. Compress's name, to the hospital. And I'm thinking like, wait, who do you go? Do you go to just some like weird vet? Like, do you do like to get here? Like, <laughs> like there's some like hero vet in the world of My Hero Academia. And like, it's like he says goodbye to like a schnauzer that he treats or whatever. And then he like turns around to the back door and like there's Shigaraki. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> Twice is fucking mortified that he was fooled into the situation where the league got busted up. He was just telling us last time how much he loves the league. Now Mag is dead and Compress is disarmed. Like the league is going to have to regroup and figure out what the fuck they're going to do because they just got their asses handed to them. Shigaraki is like not who he was in season one. Like Mm -mm. he wants retribution, but he knows he needs to like wait. He's not like itching his face and freaking the fuck out or whatever. He's just like... He's like, we're going to handle this. We're going to handle this. Okay. (laughs) And he leaves. (laughs) Back at school, Aizawa lays out the internship situation. Only a few kids are going to get it. Um, And only a few kids are going to be plot relevant this time is what I wrote. Um, (laughs) Bakugo is mad that he's falling behind. I do love the back and forth, though, when Bakugo hears that they're going to be canceled and he stands up and he's like, aha! In <laughs> Japanese behind him, it's like Zama. <laughs> and then, like, and then, like a minute later, he's like, "Actually, some people will go because that's the compromise." And he's just pissed. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Bakugo is so good in this episode. He's, he's so, so fucking good. funny. Bakugo is very good. T-shirt available now. But yeah, Deku goes to All Might and is like, "Please introduce me to your ex," or whatever. <laughs> and and like All Might is like, "No, I'm not going to do it for three reasons. One, I opposed work studies because you guys." I've been in school for six months, maybe. Two, you are just getting used to learning, like, how to not break all of your bones all day, every day. And uh, also, I don't want to. <laughs> and personal feelings pops up I on the screen. I love that. <laughs> President Mike says something emotionally intelligent um, and speaks, and really speaks to his character. JK, he beatboxes the words, she, Joe, oh, she, Joe, oh, <laughs> meaning personal feelings, but in English he calls him emo, mate. <laughs> and then he just goes, <laughs> and leaves in like a flash. And I'm like, thanks, Mike. See, this right here, though, is how you, like, this is when you understand how him and Aizawa could be friends, though. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He calls him Ima. He, you know that he's done the she to him <laughs> so many times. <laughs> and you know that Aizawa probably likes that shit because he's like, eh, yeah, feelings are kind of dumb. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> feelings aren't rational. Yeah. Thanks for it. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Cheesecake Factory, Mike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Izawa in a Cheesecake Factory is <laughs> that's some shit. How many do you think they'll let me buy? <laughs> I want to be at the table next to that. I just want to watch. Same for different reasons. Well, yeah, you just want to watch. <laughs> I'm thirsted after three different people. 
And we haven't even gotten to Bubble Girl yet. Yeah. Happy for you, bud. You're like, speaking of cheesecake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Deku is like, no, I insist. And All Might is like, I literally can't get in contact with him, but I know a guy. Mirio's sir is Sir Night Eye. And uh, he's the one that All Might wants to like have uh, introduced to, to uh, Night Eye. He's been with Night Eye for over a year, so his word could mean a lot. Mirio says... All Might, you should talk to him yourself. He watches videos of you all the time, like at work and everything, <laughs> like I do. <laughs> um, but like All Might says that he can't face him because things ended up just as he warned. Ooh, um, mm. um, Mirio asks Deku what kind of hero he wants to be. And this is, this is one of my favorite moments in the whole show. Um, he said that he just wanted to be a hero that saves with a smile. And then he said he wanted to be the greatest. And now after all that's happened, he wants to save to win, win to save, that whole thing, right? And he doesn't want to make anybody worry. He thinks of his mom and I try not to cry because it's totally okay. Don't worry about it. Fucking, <laughs> oh my God. The, like when whenever Deku like shifts why he wants to be a hero, it happens mm -hmm. like two or three times ever. But he's like, there's such a big reason for it. And like this one being like, his mom crying, I'm like, <gasps> yeah, you don't want to make anybody worried, yeah. <laughs> and you know, he's thinking about like how he couldn't save Bakugo and all that sort of shit yeah. too. So it's like, oh boy. What a good boy. So we see Deku's scars as Mirio deliberates, which I think is really cool. He says that like, hey, we should, we should give it a try. And All Might thinks about Nezu offering to give him a job to teach and find a successor. Spoilers, you guys already watched this, but like Mirio was going to be the next one for all holder, but then Deku threw a backpack at a, a pile of goop, and here we are. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, Mirio looks like we have All Might at home, so, like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah. he's great. I fucking love Mirio. Mirio <laughs> is so good. fucking weird. I love him so much. Oh, he's so good. I cannot stress enough how worried I was that Jess and I and just the internet at large, like, overhyped Mirio to Cam. Like, I was mm. like, no, he's fucking incredible. There was a secret dread in the bottom of my heart. But Cam likes Mr. Compress, so Cam is going to be, like, all the way in on oh, Mirio. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Mirio, fucking, he's fucking great. Yeah. One of my favorite Mirio moments is this episode. What is it? Uh, it's, like, right here at the end when uh, Deku tries to make the joke for Sir Night Eye, and he's like, oh, no, he's not funny. <laughs> he says it so fucking matter-of-factly. It's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> um, so that day that we're just talking about now, Mirio tells Deku that Sir is strict, but the way for Deku to impress him is to get him to laugh. And as the sidekick of All Might, he knows the importance of energy and humor and all that kind of stuff that, that that's super important to hero work. So he's very serious about being not serious in a way. In fact, we see Bubble Girl give a report about Overhaul, but Sir doesn't think he's energetic enough. So he... Uh... He he puts her on a tickle machine in order to show yeah. her enthousia how yeah, enthusiastic she can be. That wasn't great. Nope. Nope. Uh, no, I no. watched this episode for the first time with my ten and eleven year old sisters. Oh, <laughs> how'd that go, Jess? With with Night Eye standing there with his little elbows. Uh, in the uh, they uh, they both looked at me as if they knew they were not supposed to be watching this. <laughs> I thought you said this was for kids, Jess. It was it was a lot. Um, yeah, you're not going to see something like this in like <laughs> Iron Man two, right? Like no. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Ooh. That was that was some real kink shit, which is fine, but oof, it was. A <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
yes. Um, (laughs) This is a total fetish thing, probably, but on a serious level, he worked with All Might, who scream cackled and yelled all the fucking time. So, like, I get it, but, like, tickling a girl with underboobs out and pants that are designed to look unbuttoned is no bueno, dude. I mean, it is bueno in the right context. (laughs) It's a bueno outfit, dude. And she's an adult, so I could say that. Exactly. Exactly. It's bueno for a Saturday night out with friends. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> the reason why she may be so fanservice-y is she was literally designed by a fan. Oh, really? Okay. And and uh, for a contest, so it's literally fan service. <laughs> okay, well, I love her. Yeah, I um, didn't know about it until this time around because Andrew told me. He was like, oh, she was, mm. she was fan designed. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I really like that. I, I have no idea of like what the what the contest was like when that was and any kind of shit like that but i do love that like bubble girl is like she's she's like in this season she's not just like hi i'm bubble girl anyway bye you know like it's really really cool whenever i saw her i thought we were gonna get something pretty similar to uh silky's assistant Mm -hmm. i forgot her name but like like, obviously (laughs) they were only in one episode but like She's like, oh, she was there for like a couple of lines and then, you know, that's that's it. Like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm already very happy with how much they're actually using her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Deku opens the door to his future and sees this horror show. He is uh, approached by Night Eye and he does an All Might impression in order to make him laugh. It works on me, but him not so much. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really funny. <laughs> I'm Izuku Midoriya. <laughs> like, that was very funny. Justin doing a like a impression yeah. of All Might is like so fucking funny. Yeah, and I don't remember if it's like at the end of this episode or the start of the next, but he like watching him rehearse that every day and seeing the gradual progress is so fucking funny. <laughs> Over years and years, he doesn't yeah. have a quirk, so like he's got. He's, yeah. he's like, I need a thing. Shit, that's a fucking quirk, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So episode sixty-six, nice. Uh, boy meets <laughs> dot dot dot. I love the idea of it being. I guess they're cuddling. That's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, thinking about. Yeah. I was like, do I keep talking about sixty six nice? I don't know. No, I think that we should definitely keep the nice gag. But I was just thinking about like, what would that be in section? But it's just, them. it's just kind of cuddling. That's just sleeping. It's just yeah. It's just. I mean, or it's side sex. Side what, what, sex. <laughs> what do you call that? What's the other? What's like? <laughs> I don't know what don't fucking know. caramel sutras you guys are reading. We're going to call it cuddling. Spicy cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please, let's move on. Yes. So Night Eye is such a fanboy that he knows All Might's wrinkles and crow's feet sizes, and like he ridicules Deku for getting it wrong. He's like, even like Chinese knockoffs get it right, and points at it. There's a label that says knockoff merchandise on the yeah. knockoff merchandise. I love Sir Night Eye. Good, 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 And I good. knew I would, but, oh, he's fucking great. <laughs> like, yeah. just yeah. the idea, like, his entire thing about being, like, on some level, maybe even more of a fanboy than Deku is, mm-hmm. but not letting that affect him and his, like, how he interacts with people at all. He is just this colossal hard ass that is just a big fucking All Might stand. And I love that. Truly, like, if Deku and Tenya had a baby. Yeah, Ooh. totally. Oh, shit. Sir Night Eye's English voice actor is married to Ida's voice actor. Really? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. Hell yeah. They're double husbanded up. That's so cute. Aww. 
Deku recovers by claiming that he was imitating All Might's face after he rescued a boy that turned water into vinegar. I don't know if you really meant this, but it's a good recovery nonetheless. God, it was so good. Like, do you know about the Vinegar River incident? Of course I do, bitch. (laughs) That interaction was so good. Like, that, like, fanboys are kind of some of the most annoying people on the fucking planet. Have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm friends with you, Nate. Yeah, bud. Um, <laughs> but, like, there was just something, like, really fucking great about it. Like, it reminded me of, like, a battle of wits in a fucking heist movie or something. Yeah. It's just like, oh, but I was actually doing this checkmate, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was just like weirdly endearing in a way that I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's not the only time it happens this episode. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah. Fanboyism does win the day for them. Sir tells Deku that once I stamp this contract, you're gonna be a work study participant. You'll be here for over a month. You'll be paid. You're going to miss a shit ton of class. Deku is not worried about that. He's like, I can't be number one unless I go above and beyond. And so Sir Night Eye stamps the contract. Oops. Looks like he missed. And like him, like continuously, like not stamping it while Deku is like standing there is like very, very good. (laughs) But I do like that. He's just like, yeah, sure. You can work here. Actually, why the fuck? Why? Why would I take you? I already have a two sidekicks and one work study person. So like I don't I don't I don't need you. You got to prove it to me. <laughs> Actually, he just fucking hates Deku and doesn't want him here. So he's gonna test him to see if he can impress him literally any little bit at all. He tells Bubble Girl and Mirio to go fuck off so that he can make Deku try to steal the stamp from him and stamp it himself. Um, as Mirio and Bubble Girl leave, she asks him if he had a test like that, and he's like, "Nope, sir." Actually, asked for me specifically, and he he's like, "I don't think Deku's gonna do this do this very well because of Sir's quirk, saying that it's nearly impossible." Turns out Mirio was trained, like I said, to essentially predict the future in combat because he was literally taught by somebody who can literally see the future. Sir Night Eye's quirk is foresight. Once he locks eyes with somebody and touches them, he can look into their future for as long as he wants for one hour but he keeps the info on how it works a secret in order to maintain the element of surprise. It took me until this watch through to get the exact thing of it. Cause when he he'll use it later and you're like, wait, no, he didn't do it. Like he said he did. But if he locks eyes with you and touches you, he can look into your future as many times as he want, as far as he wants for one hour is how it works. Okay. Okay. Cause like later on, he'll do a thing where he continuously looks forward one second while he's fighting. Right. And I'm like, that's not what he said. His thing was. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Night Eye is like not impressed after a minute has gone by. He says that Deku has power but lacks any senses as a hero and a symbol. And he drops the bomb that Mirio is supposed to be the one that inherited one for all. And Deku was acting rather than thinking, which I really like. We always talk about how Deku's like internal monologue is really uh, realistic. And he was like, okay, so Sir Night Eye's quirk is nope, it doesn't matter. Got to do the thing. Like that's so. Like, I literally think like that. Yeah, I love that. But he slipped back into his bad habit now that he's been like challenged and like literally told that he's not shit by by all might's former sidekick um so he starts zipping zipping around the room like torino um promising that he's gonna make sir acknowledges acknowledge him he acknowledges deku but he calls his style a degraded grand torino and yet (laughs) yet again being told that his moves are too predictable this 40 year old man bullies the fuck out of this kid (laughs) Yeah, he is a fanboy. He's just he's just like he's ridiculing somebody's like closet cosplay online right now is what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, like. 100% Sir Night Eye in real life would absolutely have a Star Wars blog. 
Oh, <laughs> a popular one too and he'd be such a fucking asshole yeah it. he just he would get in like touch with some big name people but also he just fucking hates daisy ridley it would be named something super fucking annoying and cheeky too like saw that one coming yeah yeah oh god oh no holy shit good um <laughs> god damn it um, but he is in real life a good dude. He's just he just hates yeah, Deku right, because he right. would have because what Deku basically represents is All Might being like, whatever the future's whatever I want it to be. Bye. Yeah. He's he's valid but kind of a dick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Much like all of the other characters in this show that are dicks, it makes <laughs> sense why he's kind of a dick. Bakugo is very good t-shirt available now. <laughs> Some good shows. <laughs> dot bit slash merch. <laughs> Night Eye is like, you look worried, boy. Where's that smile that All Might had? Aren't you his successor? And he's like, the more I watch you, the more I see that you are not the one to become the symbol. And Deku screams he's going to be the greatest hero, which like startles Sir for a second. He throws paper into the air, trying to like cheat Sir's quirk because he doesn't know how it works. He's like, does, do, does, do I need to be like covered up and then he can't see me or whatever? But this is this is nothing um, because Sir looked three minutes into his future like a three minutes ago and knows exactly what's going to happen. But he avoided all the All Might merch, which impresses <laughs> sure and sh Sir and shows him that he's at least a disciple of All Might. Mirio and Bubble Girl return and they're like, ta-da, which is very good. They're like, we heard that there was violence in here. Yeah, I like how Mirio like just barged in and was just like, Hey, are you done? I think you're probably done. That that loud bang sounded pretty final. <laughs> Mirio's like really worried. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. And Sir's like, yeah, I'll take him. Um, but he's totally taking him just to like make him give up one for all, which is like, woof, dude. Yeah. I was, I was, I've been like thinking about that over the past couple of days, though. Like, I think on some level that might actually be what Deku needs. Yes. Yeah, he he needs he needs actual stakes. <laughs> he does. Yeah, absolutely. Like I think that he's not going to like he will get better if he continues like like doing some like training and stuff with All Might and like Aizawa, but like separating it from a school setting like having established stakes, having somebody above you who intentionally wants you to fail is like honestly very similar to the stakes that if you're going up against like a big villain mm -hmm. you know like it's it's just something that he needs to get used to and if you got adhd you know there's nothing more motivating than needing to prove somebody wrong if you have ADHD. oh you goddamn right <laughs> you goddamn right <laughs> so why do you think i podcast now nathan because <laughs> i was told i couldn't hell yeah <laughs> So you started a network. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Um, it's it's super bittersweet, but he accepts this because he knows he'll like, you know, I'll make you like me or whatever, which is like very, it's so endearing. Deku is just like, I'm a good boy and I know I'm a good boy, so it's going to mm -hmm. be okay. <laughs> so back at the dorms, the offers are coming in for the kids to do work studies. Uh, Uraraka, Sue, Kirishima and Tokoyami. So that's Gravity Girl, Frog Girl, uh, Hardening Boy, and uh, Dark Shadow Guy. Um, they all get offers via connections from the big three due to their performance and their like school history. Tokoyami gets an offer from the number three hero, Hawks, in Kyushu. Hawks becomes a character that we know. I have a statue of him right over here. I have no idea who it is, but if he's important to Tokoyami, he's important to me. <laughs> exactly. Revelry in the dark. What's well, wild is you've actually seen him, Cam, because he's in the first movie. Hawks is. 
Oh, that one. The yeah. shitty hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken hawk. Yeah. Yeah, Hawks is, is in the first movie, but he's drawn like a chicken. I was like, Jess, what are you talking about? But yeah, no, you're totally yeah. right. But yeah, no, I think I think it's so cool. And like Shoto and Bakugo are sad that they can't participate, but they're fired up to catch up. And Shoto keeps going, we really have to catch up. And Bakugo's oh, like, fuck that. off. <laughs> like, I fucking know. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, so God. cute though that Shoto's like trying to kind of make a friend like oh man like well, we're really fucking up bomb bud <laughs> yeah he's got summer school buddy yeah <laughs> yeah we're like hey man hey bud we're sure are down on the dumps aren't we and he's just like I'm gonna fucking rip your heart out buddy I'm, I'm gonna dump on you buddy <laughs> yeah <laughs> So the uh, the next day, Deku is at Sir's for his first day at work. Uh, he is to patrol while Night Eye and Bubble Girl keep up their case learning about Overhaul. Um, they know that the villains and Overhaul met up, and they know that Overhaul is working on something big. So if you do see him around town, do not act suspicious or let on um, that they know what he's uh, up to. Post-credits, the girl from the credits uh, runs into Deku, followed closely behind by Overhaul. Aw, shit. At first watch, to me, I'm like, okay, that's a little bit convenient, but I, I also am like, I'm really grateful anymore when media is just like, let's just skip the part where they almost meet and they're looking for him and stuff like let's just, like just have them run into each other and let's just start this fucking plot. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> that's something I don't really think is necessarily always a valid media criticism just across the board oh yeah a contri it's a contrivance it's like yeah the story needs to happen yeah. oh wow i'm sorry that was too convenient it's almost like we fucking scripted it dog yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly like yeah it's pretty convenient that deku met up with all might too like what are you yeah, fucking talking oh, about <laughs> it's pretty convenient that this entire story's happened <laughs> <laughs> What are the odds? I don't know. Shoto is Endeavor's son. What are the odds? Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They decided to have the revelry in the dark. That's convenient. Okay. <laughs> Bubble girl has bubbly tits. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh. So episode 67. Nice. That's nice. somebody... That's somebody, what what part is the, of the six and the nine is the head? So is this somebody kissing somebody's feet? What is the seven? What are we doing? Are we jackknifing? Is that what this is? <laughs> um, seven is, uh, okay, so a 67 is uh, somebody laying, uh, laying in bed or just like standing up and then the other person's just bowing. So this is this is the this is the end of a one night stand. Just like, yeah, <laughs> I, got yeah. I was going to say foot job. Okay, okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Man. <laughs> May I formally propose foot job? Yeah. <laughs> if this was Hamburglore or VGRS, I was going to say foot job is like, that's totally the name of the episode. But no. <laughs> nah. Holy shit. We'll get a whole lot of interaction on that one. No. Um. So Deku is like, why the fuck didn't All Might tell me about Sir or Mirio while, on, while uh, he's on patrol? Mirio and Deku are like, oh, we don't know each other's like hero names. Mirio is like, my name's Lamillion. I'm going to save a million people. Can't save everyone. Love that. God, yeah. I love that. Mirio's so good. Oh. Love... He's so good. His costume's great. I love his costume so his much. Just the sick visor. Yes, bitch. Just, just the one million on his chest. God, that like rules. super bad. Uh, yes. Yes, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we see the scene from the post credits again. And uh, it continues showing that the girl's name is Aerie 
and she's terrified of overhaul she's bandaged up and she's like fucking trembling overhaul claims uh that she's clumsy and plays rough and that's why she's all bandaged up um obviously Mm. wicked sketch and deku is like yeah i'm not really believing you and he has a really hard time saving face here god the bit where uh like mirio is like okay like clearly this is bad but we gotta get out of here because this is gonna we have to consider the bigger picture and then whenever like deku starts to walk away and she just grabs on tighter i'm like oh oh my heart oh god like this whole scene is hard to watch Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like it made me think though because we talk so much about how Mirio is like mini All Might, right? Mm-hmm. And so I tried to think, like, what do we think All Might would do in this situation, though? Because, like, part of me thinks that, like, Deku's impulsiveness and his willingness to act before thinking that, like, led him to getting this power is, like, more in line with All Might's style of thinking, and mm-hmm. that All Might would do the same shit that Deku wants to pull, and All Might would do the stupid shit if he thought that it meant getting a kid out of an abusive situation yeah totally yeah like with uh with with what he's like kind of i I don't want to say what he's learned from all might because like that's just who deku is as a person Mm -hmm. but like it's like with with all might like it it very much feels like a nature versus nurture thing like taking Mm. a step back and you know evaluating what's happening taking a look at the bigger picture like that's something that clearly had to be trained into him you know that's not something that is it's not second nature you know and like i think like mirio like like to me like in this scene i am literally viewing like deku and mirio as two halves of all might Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah physically and mentally honestly so yeah it's the power and the personality like split like down the middle completely sorry bakugo well yeah (laughs) no it just it just like i don't know that scene with mirio throws me and it like really like Mm. gets in my head because i'm just like Because I know me, and I Mm. know that I am an emotional thinker. So if I were in that situation, I would be getting murked. Because (laughs) I would be like, no, this child is coming with me. Fuck you. Like, Mm -hmm. I know what you're up to. I wonder, like, with all my... I'm like, what? I don't know. Because Mirio is so... Like... He's so calm and cool and collected and rational. And I'm just like, that seems so not almighty. But at the same mm-hmm. time, maybe it is because it's so opposite of Deku. Well, because he was trained. He was trained by Night Eye, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like right. it's 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 the difference between being trained by somebody who admires the person and somebody who is the person. Right. right. Like, mm-hmm. And I think that there those little differences in how and we'll learn why Sir Night Eye has has beef with All Might in a little bit. And like. Just that difference of like what All Might is to Sir Night Eye is different than what All Might is to Deku or even what Mm -hmm. All Might is to All Might. And so Mm -hmm. it's so I'm glad that you brought that up because the only thing I said was like Deku wants to save the girl because they're heroes and uh, Mirio doesn't want to fuck up the operation because they're heroes. Right. It's like, Mm -hmm. do I trust my own agency or do I trust the the actual agency I'm with? You know, (laughs) so. And I, I like that, you know, if you, if you think about it, like, from that perspective, you know, uh, All Might, I think, like, recognizes that he is a little impulsive. Like, mm-hmm. he gave his power to Deku. <laughs> he, he surrounds himself with people who are much more critical and, like, analytically focused than he is. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, 
I don't think Deku is consciously doing, but it's something that is just kind of happening to him. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. I mean, we see it with Deku even in his class with like being around people like Sue and Tenya, who are very much like, no, like let's not break rules because the you know there are things that are in place that will like you know prevent this. Like as as long as we just abide by these rules. And Deku says that sign can't stop me because I can't read and does it anyway. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, like like Cam said, Deku and Mirio go to leave, but Eri clutches Deku. Um, Deku is extremely hesitant to leave without a valid explanation for why she's scared. And Mirio is nervous as fuck. Overhaul leads them into the alleyway to ex explain. He takes off a glove and Eri like knows absolutely what's going on. And she's like, nope, okay, nope, we're stopping this now. And she God. she doesn't want to do this, but she seems to have done this to protect Mirio and Deku. Uh, that's fucking heartbreaking, dude. Mm -hmm. This is abuse. Like that's this is a yeah. completely what this yeah, is. And it's absolutely. like like if you yourself or you know somebody that has been affected by a similar situation to this, mm -hmm. like you know that glove coming off, like literally and figuratively coming off of of overhaul, you're like, no, no, nope, no, no, nope. no. This person's yeah. gonna have mm -hmm. like you know, it's it's like I don't want to get my boyfriend mad because he's going to punch the wall kind of a situation, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. because like at that point, suddenly you you feel like, OK, well, it's my fault that that happened. Yeah, exactly. And that's manipulation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I've fucking yeah. been there. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of villains who uh, aren't aren't that great. But I do think that uh, Tisuki uh, definitely takes the cake. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like com compressing twice are just like. You know, they're pretty cool. Like, I don't think they're like they're villains. Obviously, they're not great dudes. But they like, just want to live, though. Overhaul exactly. wants to like overhaul things. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, stars oh. above. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so uh, they they let him go and they decide to report to Night Eye and then it starts to rain. Um, Sir and Bubble know where the hideout is because that's what they've been doing all day. And they're like, something is is shifting here. And I want to go back to something that Jess said where like how would what is like what is mirio thinking in this situation and like spoilers his decision to not save Aerie haunts him for the rest of the season mm. he thinks about this like this this becomes his motivation for the rest of the season of why he wants to you know go after overhaul and stuff because he feels guilty for not just being like and it took her jump go you know like sure, yeah. <laughs> just trying something and that's like honestly that's the natural course of events for something like that like exactly yeah no yeah. like like in real life i mean i've never had to like <laughs> save a child from a man who could explode people but like yeah, you like, know there's something where it's like oh i should have like asked that that guy if he needed help with with this or whatever and then like you know i'll think about that like for like a year and a half later or whatever mm -hmm. so yeah. in a situation where you know i could i i'm i recognize later like yeah that was a yakuza and i and he's an abusive dad and i definitely led to her enduring more abuse and that sucks it's basically like you know going over the same kind of themes that I feel like most superhero properties do, which is, you know, mm -hmm. if you can do something can uh, like, will you, or should you? And at which mm -hmm. point, like at what point is it your fault? If something happens, if you could have done something, you know, the classic with great power comes great responsibility. Right, right. Debacle. Yeah. That's a thing for a reason. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a compelling plot point. Like, yeah. And, and if you, and if you don't do like, if you, if you take it upon yourself that you're going to fix every problem, 
then at some point you're either going to end up like All Might where you like kind of ruin the system because you do too good a job or mm -hmm. you become like the fucking United States and you're like every little micro problem you see is is now your problem and you deal with it in like the most extreme way so that it's done and over with to yeah. your benefit, you know? Yeah. So it's it's and it's a weird it's a weird slippery slope. The way that I kind of think of it too is like because i feel like it's kind of an apt metaphor is it's like mm -hmm. the whole thing where if a plane is crashing in the oxygen mass like drop you're always supposed to put yours on first before mm -hmm. you put it on like a child's if they're next to you and mm -hmm. like it just feels so wrong because right. it feels yeah. like you should help the helpless person right but like you can't help anybody if you're not helping yourself so it's like and, and that's like how Mirio had to think in that moment is it's like, okay, well, what good am I going to be in the long battle and, and like, like further on down the line, if I go in this alley and I get killed right now, how am I going to save a million people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it just feels so wrong though, right. doesn't it? Yeah. And so like, it's like that internal battle and it's like, there is no right answer. I mean, in the case of a plane, yeah, put your mask on first before you <laughs> yeah. want somebody else, but like, I don't know. Morality is tricky, right? <laughs> I, I think that this, that My Hero does such a good job of giving you problems without a clear answer. Mm-hmm. Because that makes it more interesting. If if the answer was easy, go punch the guy. Mm -hmm. We saw what happens when you punch the guy. Like, stories mm -hmm. are structured a certain way for a reason. If you go to punch the guy... He's got a dude with some bullets trained on you that'll stop you or mm -hmm. he'll turn you into fucking goop, dude. It's not going to it's not going to work. But you said something about putting your masks on first. And I think it like this obviously isn't an intentional thing that Horikoshi did. But like Deku's not wearing his mask and somebody mm -hmm. else puts his mask on and he's like he's focused on on saving Aerie. I'm like. He literally didn't. He literally that. didn't put his mask on first. Oh, oh, I if, was it intentional, though? I don't that's, know. That feels intentional. It, right. may, it may as it may as well Time. be. I don't know if that's like a we thing. We need to but... contact him just to ask that question. Be like, was that on purpose? Just like, let me let me let me text Horikoshi. You up? Nate, <laughs> that was astute. Oh my god. Hell Damn. yeah. Damn. You did, you, you did have the work there or more shit. Uh. Um, but so um, enough about airplanes. <laughs> Um, so inside uh, Overhaul's stronghold, um, Overhaul is bringing Aerie back to her room. The one that seemingly let her escape is popped in an instant by Overhaul. He kills the shit out of that dude. He's like, and clean up that mess. Like <laughs> It was like, people think that like Darth Vader's whole like force choking oh, shit is no. like crazy. To, like Then you see that shit and it's like, okay, well, Darth Vader's not literally popping people like, open. You see, so. you see like a third of this dude just splattered against the wall. Mm. Like... Yeah. And, like, the thing that is fucking wild about it is, and the thing that, like, stood out to me the most about that particular kill is that it didn't even feel personal. It was just business at that point. Nope. Like, yep. He just did it because he didn't do his job good enough. He didn't fucking look at the dude. Like, mm -hmm. that's fucked. And that's overhaul. Something that's super fucked about the whole situation, too, is it's like we just got out of this, you know, situation where we saw Aerie, like realizing like oh shit these two are going to die if i don't like just if i'm not compliant so i'm just gonna you know go with this guy and then he's like seriously like carrying her while he does that she doesn't even fucking flinch so it's like you know this girl is just used to this she's seen it so many times that's yeah. why she yeah. was so ready yeah. to run back to him so mm -hmm. like she's completely desensitized to it it's... Mm -hmm. and now going forward she's she's thinking or she must know that that guy's life is on her hands mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um 
which is another reason why she wouldn't be trying to escape all the time and resist all the time because she knows anybody that happens to like sympathize with her and let her go because we don't know if that guy like was like run go 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 yeah or or if she legitimately left but i think it's the former we we never get an answer for this but i think it's the former because just the way that we see her throughout the rest of the season it's like i don't think she would she would run ever Mm-hmm. But Overhaul says that people like Deku and Mirio are infected with hero syndrome. Um, and earlier he said he wanted to be a cure for people that have hero syndrome and what or whatever. And he has proven to have devices that stop your quirk like he did with Compress. So it looks like this power vacuum is about to literally suck up the power of others, which is some that's some shit. Um, hmm. so, <laughs> Sir tells Deku and Mirio about the reservoir dogs from last time. Um, last we saw they were melted into a truck in the ground but now they're fine they're even cured of all their cavities and rheumatism (laughs) so this must be due to overhaul's quirk night eye says mirio is like hey i'm sorry we almost ruined things but we did hear from overhaul that he has a daughter named airy and she was all bandaged bandaged up and that she must have something to do with his plan and deku is like i'm gonna save her like as soon as possible and sir is like you're not going to do shit or else you're going to ruin what I've been doing for months, buddy. Mm-hmm. And so even now he's requesting a massive hero team up in order to uh, raid the Shie Hasaikai stronghold. And he tells Deku to be patient and dismisses him for the day. Overhaul leads Aerie into a dentist looking chair and says that she's the crux of his plan, which is the answer to like, oh, she must have something to do with it. So it looks like those bandages are not from being clumsy, like definitively. Um, and just then he gets a call from Shigaraki. Back at school, Shoto and Bakugo are beat up from the extra classes, which I like a lot. Deku smiles when Bakugo is like, I don't want to hear about your fucking work study, dude. When <laughs> <laughs> when fucking Mineta's like, were there any babes there? Babes. And like, there were. <laughs> yeah. God, can you imagine if Mineta saw Bubble Girl? <laughs> <laughs> on the tickle thing <laughs> oh my god oh god he would also look like one of overhaul's victims so deku smiles because he's like oh bakugo and then he loses composure and actually for the next few days he blows complete donkey balls at class because he like Aerie is on his mind this whole situation's on his mind he failed to save somebody on his first like formal day of doing hero stuff like the last time he was supposed to be on a patrol. A Nomu crashed through the train and he had to go fucking fight a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's what happened last time. This time he just walked around and he fucked up and failed to save somebody. So this is really this is really getting at him. It's almost like All Might was correct in that they shouldn't be doing this because they're too young. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Speaking of All Might, though, he's like, all of this shit is bugging the fuck out of me. I'm going to go talk to All Might about this and ask him to tell me for, like what the fuck is going on, why why he lied or omitted things to me. We see All Might charging ahead on a path all alone, and th- a thing I'm sure doesn't mean anything at all mm. when Deku shows up to grill him. Um, Deku asks why he wasn't told, and All Might was like, I thought it wouldn't help you at all to know, um, knowing that you're not my first choice, which is like, it's kind of valid. Yeah. Like... Like, would you want to know if you were your partner's first choice? Uh, it's it's really, it's it's something to think about where it's just like, I don't know, I don't want to get the job and then hear like, oh, dude, fucking Jason was so good, but he couldn't yeah. do it, so I chose you. Or like, in a, and 
in a, on a whim, I chose you. I, I bought this engagement ring for my ex, but it didn't happen, exactly. so you can have it. Exactly. Like, uh, th that's why I brought up partnership is like, you don't, you don't necessarily want to know how much, <laughs> how hot the, f the old flame is for somebody that you're, that you're right, with now. Yeah. Right. Like it's cool that they were with somebody before. It doesn't matter if there was somebody before me, but like, I don't necessarily want to have a conversation about how cool they were. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's something else that I, that he hasn't told Deku. So remember a couple times in the past, like couple of seasons, when somebody has mentioned death or like the ghost of all might and the vestiges of one for all, like he'll freak out about death and be like, I was a ghost. Um, or like when all might said he won't be there when at times, when the time comes for Deku to fight all for one and Shigaraki, like this is, this is more than him being injured or being afraid to die in general. There was a reason why for this entire time he was like, Wait, you saw me dead? How? How and why exactly why? Like, mm -hmm. show me. <laughs> show your work. Because he's been told that he was going to die. He explains that Sir was the brains of uh, All Might's agency. However, six years ago after his big injury, uh, he and All Might parted ways. We see a severely injured man bracing himself against a wall while he continues to walk towards a future where the people that he cares about are safe. Right? Like, he is, he is trudging along on this path even though he literally had his guts rearranged by all for one like he and not in a sexy way <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then 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 all might f fisted him <laughs> gave head i don't know so, um, yeah, yeah. he removed so, head so he's moved head, rearranged his head i don't know um yeah no so he's he's like i gotta get out there and be a hero and like sir night eye is like bitch where like what are you doing dude? like buddy your organs are about to be outside of you you have a lotus shaped scar on your tum tum my dude this old lady's been kissing your tummy for days <laughs> he doesn't want to stop being a hero but as sir says correctly i might add if you continue being a hero in that body, it'll only be a problem for people that you want to protect. Mm -hmm. uh, this this has come true. <laughs> Not he. Guess what? All Might hasn't been putting on his own mask first. Hey. Mm. <laughs> Wonder where Deku learned that. <laughs> so uh sir tells all might that if he continues like this he, he i'm not gonna fucking i cannot work with you anymore torino uh recovery girl and nezu are all there too and other than uh detective suka uchi these are the only people that know about all for one as far as i know and torino looks beat to shit too he's not at the hospital visiting all might he must have been in the fight with all for one as well. And he got his shit rocked as well. He didn't get his guts rearranged, but you know, maybe next time all might realizes what's going on. He's like, you fucking used your quirk on me. Didn't you? <laughs> this scene is so fucking dramatic and good, yeah. but like all, all might's face being different here, like not being able to smile. And yeah. like, he's like, if you continue like this, you're going to meet a gruesome death at the hands of a villain. And I don't want that. So I'm going to change that future. But all might is like, Literally, that's never happened before. You've never changed your predictions. Like, your predictions have never, ever changed, even if you tried. And All Might is like, so if I'm going to die, I, and for the sake of the world, I cannot be here. I'm like, writing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I am here, like, being, like, subverted like that is so good. So they split. Um, All Might didn't want to tell this to Deku because Deku is his fan. 
Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so for a little bit of heavy shit again, remember when I said how my partner's father was sick but didn't tell us for years? Yeah. And then once we found out that he was soldiering on in order not to worry us, he died less than three months later. I don't know what brought that to mind. Probably nothing. Anyway, mm. um, so that was that was another thing watching this, a personal connection where I was just like, mm-hmm. hey, <laughs> can Kohei Horikoshi stop peering into my mind and writing the exact <laughs> situation that happened to my girlfriend and I, please? Can you leave us alone, dude? Now it's like a cool thing, but at the time I was just like, I don't need to, I don't need to watch this anymore, mm. man. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, and it's like, God... That whole moment, too, when it's like, oh, yeah, that was in six to seven years. And then Deku's like, oh, so that's like this year or next. Yeah. Because like when he says six to seven years, you're like, oh, that's like that's so many. That's so many seasons of anime. That's not going to happen. It's been, blah, blah, blah. It has been six years. But then, yeah. oh, that was a yeah. flashback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. So All Might starts again to run forward on his set path alone. But Deku calls out to him. Like, oh, shit, a metaphor. Um, (laughs) Sir Knight, I saw All Might dying six or seven years into the future. It's been six years since then. Um, So he has a year or less to be alive at this point. And Deku's like, you can't fucking die. I have to tell the world that I'm here. And like, you told me to do that. And like, Deku, I don't know if you know this, but you can't like you telling somebody that they're not allowed to die doesn't work, dude. <laughs> Trust. Um, All Might responds saying that he accepted his death sentence and he's like, I'm just going to decide to run to that finish line. Oh, hey, just like the jogging thing he's doing. Aww. It's um, almost like there was an episode called The Starting Line. Whoa, shit. (laughs) So All Might thought that All for One's fight was going to be his end, but Deku was there. And all of those days that he spent training with him, whispered to All Might, telling him to live. And then, like, Inko commanded him to live. And, and, like, this is why when he was talking to All for One in prison, he was like, I won't die. I cannot die. I will not let the future you imagine come to pass. I think he was not talking to all for one there. I think he was talking to to Sir Nighteye there, like one trillion percent of just like, I have had it with you crusty bitches telling me (laughs) when I'm going to (laughs) die. No, dude. (laughs) Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What I wrote actually was he's tired of dudes in suits telling him he's going to (laughs) croak. Same, bud. I'm going to twist fate with my bare hands. And uh, he, he smiles at Deku while flexing and he can't he can't get the full All Might look off. This is like his like like when he put his fist up at the end of the fight mm. um, with all for one. It's like eh, close enough kind of yeah. a situation. He's he's struggling to hold this and like it's autumn. The sun is setting and All Might does not have much time. But Deku promises with his broken hands to twist fate with all might they bump fists and i try really hard not to absolutely cry my eyes to dust (laughs) god that fist bump was good i needed that real bad this season has like two or three like very emotional like fist bump moments and i'm (laughs) great can't wait for that (laughs) pretty good anime is what i have at the very end here fuck man like this season gets like a bad reputation because it starts out with a lot of like episodes where people are just kind of talking to each other about serious stuff. But I don't think that you can, I don't think that you can get to the highs of this season without knowing why it's important in like myriad ways. 
like knowing, oh man, like all of these different like delicate situations, all of these complicated and compounding emotions of like, like Jess, what you were saying with like, what does Mirio think here? Because he's supposed to be All Might, but he's not All Might because he was trained by Sir Nighteye who saw the future. And like, he thinks this is a me like a half measure maybe to, to have a new symbol of peace. And like, fuck, there's just so much going on. And if it was just Yakuza does a big bad, then fucking who gives a shit? Right. And who like, gives a shit? And they're ugh, fucking, I, I talk about Destiny a lot, but there's so much like happening in the current uh, like Destiny story. Yes, there is. Um, That literally like a, a, a big thing uh, like about Destiny is, all right, cool. You like this robot race uh, look through, looked ahead in time. And, but it doesn't fucking matter because we're going to make our own fate. Like there is like a line in the raid that just came back whenever you like travel through time multiple times to fuck up the person who has looked into time. It just says guardians make their own fate. And that's like the same kind of vibe that I'm getting from here. Like it's, oh, it's good. It's just good shit. I just love that. Like I don't, I'm, I'm not a believer in like fate being predetermined at all. And mm. oh, fuck, man, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, there's Cam's destiny minute. Um, <laughs> well, literally and figuratively, right? Like, yeah. this oh, is Cam's God. destiny minute. I, I have to stop myself. I will keep talking and I'm very <laughs> tired. But yeah, man, like this, this is, this is the foundations of why this is my favorite season. Um, this arc with, with the Shie Hasaikai and like Deku, being in the the real hero business now and you know dealing with a complicated situation that's not just like you know <laughs> villainy during peak traffic hours or whatever the fuck Kamui <laughs> yeah. Woods was dealing with in the beginning that was very funny though Deku isn't doing this to you know pay his rent like Mount Lady is not that there's anything wrong with that obviously yeah. but yeah. you know what I mean like this is not this is not Deku being like how am I going to make rent this month? It's like, I think I may have killed this little girl by not saving her. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the stakes are high in the season. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And it, and it, oh. boys and girls, those beyond and in between, we're going to have very many conversations <laughs> about this season as the time goes on. So the, the next episode, we are um, covering episodes 68. Nice. 69. <laughs> Okay, yeah. and and seventy. Oh. Nice. <laughs> I think that's like, I think that's like shoving your ass into a body pillow is what seventy is. <laughs> no, it's, oh. it's seventy is uh, just pooping. The zero is the poop. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I I mean yes, after those meat buns. Um, yeah. But yeah, no this this was the this was the setup arc, and now we're gonna go into uh, arc one of two that I have called the raid arc, and uh, oh shit, a destiny raid is literally what we're doing. Go! Oh. <laughs> all right, um, okay, oh, so yeah, all right, uh, so, all right, so Nate, um, let me tell you about the oracles encounter. Okay, so uh, every oracle is gonna respond in, a, in an order. And then, uh, so everyone, thank you so much for them. listening to today's episode uh, of the Big the Three. If you like these episodes or think that we missed something, hit us up at, at Big3MHA on Twitter or check out our Discord link in the description. And of course, check out somegoodshows.biz for more good shows like this one, where the biz stands for. I'm getting a note right now that the biz actually doesn't stand for business oh. any longer. Oh, now. 
The dot biz stands for bismuth. Oh, that's right. If you donate $3 per month, you can join the bismuth skull tier on our (laughs) Patreon, where you get a unified feed of all of our shows. In addition to any bonus content that we make thrown up there as soon as it's done, you can do the silver skull tier, which has uh, gives you access to my scripts and notes for this show, as well as Cam's notes for Hamburg lore. Um, You also get access to the video game robot and uh, all the other stuff too. Uh, you can also vote on our random show called Is This Anything, where it's literally just bullshit that you Whatever vote on what we, we talk about. Yeah. Uh, and then after a lot of discussion and deliberation um, for $20,000 a month, mm-hmm. uh, they will sell me. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's our Patreon, guys. We're gonna have like an actual ad so that we don't need to uh, like do this go through that rigmarole every time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so our show art is by ooh, it's not by Jess anymore. Our <gasps> oh, new show, yeah. art, Fuck our Jess. show art is. <laughs> <laughs> this is why they're selling me. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with you. I'm no longer useful. <laughs> uh, it was your idea to have. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. I'm, I'm just totally throwing them under the bus right now. So our show art is by Zach Russell. You can find their work at at Cavity Crew on Twitter. Our music, our new music is by Julian V. Their work can be found at at Jules VZ. Fucking nailed it with this one. That song is so fucking good. All I told Julian this time was like, just do another one. Make it a little bit more sad. That's it. Julian's (laughs) real good. Commission them. They're so good. Um, Anyway. I can be found at, at Victory Position on Twitter. I can be found at a wild Chew on Twitter. And I can be found at, at the Camdy Man. And this has been the Big Three. Mm-hmm.